It's Friday night at 6 o'clock on MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for a happy hour. Open mic, the happiest hour that's two hours. Your amazing, sparkle, beautiful, gorgeous host tonight. Put your hands together for Jesus. You better work. All right. Thank you so much, Pam Benjamin and Mutiny Radio. And, of course, our fabulous MutinyRadio.fm listeners. Thank you all for tuning in. Well, this is cisgendered male up in here tonight. Okay. I like it when it's just us boys, you know. We can just talk about the girls and stuff. I think that's, we can really bond. I'm going to need you all to start taking off your pants right now, please. Yes, I am Jesus Butterwork. I have the pleasure of being uh, your guest host for tonight's uh, open mic, happy hour comedy open mic right here at Mutiny Radio in the beautiful Mission District of San Francisco. And we are in plain summer, beautiful people, which means you have to put on that sunscreen. Yes, don't be like me and get your pedestrian on and do not put any sunscreen on because I was out and about today, you know, and that sun, I would zero sunscreen on my skin and the sun was just beaming down on me and I mean, it just goes to put things into perspective. I'm actually white. So it just goes to show, you know, if you go out and about with the sun peering down on you with zero sunscreen on, you too will become a fierce, dark-skinned Latinx gay guy, (laughs) which is much better than skin cancer, if you ask me. Oh, my sparkly jacket is sticking to me. Oh, I told him not to do that on there. How rude. Hey, um... I'm currently consuming very minimal sugar right now, and I'm sugar-free right now, and it's been about a little over two weeks, and I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would. I've only murdered three people, and it was only because they had sugar cubes in their hands. Yes, uh, but you know, uh, about a weekend, I thought I was doing okay, um, but about a weekend, I hooked up with this one guy, and you know, at one point, he was like, all right, now it's time to give me some sugar, and I was like, you give me some sugar! But once I came to, you know, and calmed down, took a couple of deep breaths, um, he pulled down his pants, and I kid you not, I knew I was not doing good again because all I saw was literally a Snickers bar, and I ate it. Mm-hmm. And I felt zero guilt of eating that Snickers bar despite my sugar-free diet because it was fun size. <laughs> Trick, no treat. But the real reason that I point out to you beautiful fellas and a splash of women splashes of women, cisgendered women, is because just because I am not able to indulge in one of my favorite sugary treats, Skittles, it does not mean that you all won't taste the rainbow right here tonight at the Comedy Open Mic Happy Hour here at Muni Radio. Uh-huh. Well, uh, needless to say, I guess at this point, I am a proud member of the LGBTQIA element of PQRSTV community. Pick a letter and take a seat. We'll be with you shortly. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of newer terminology, relatively new, I should say, newer to me, you know, even though I'm a Rainbow Community member. Um, and a lot of these terms are for the purpose of identifying and referring to someone as they would like to be referred to and identified as, which I think is fabulous. Uh, for instance, preferred pronouns, if you haven't heard, is kind of a relatively newer term to me. You know, when someone first asked me what my preferred pronouns were, I was like, let me just find out what pronouns are again and I'll get right back to you ASA pronto. <laughs> But once I found out, you know what our preferred pronouns are, mine are who, what, when, where, and why, thanks to San Francisco Police Department. Cisgendered, as I mentioned at the top of the show, but really at the bottom. Uh, cisgendered is a newer term for me, you know, and in case we don't know, cisgendered is someone that identifies as the gender that was assigned to them at birth. So, for example, I am a cisgendered male because male was the gender assigned to me at birth, and there's been many males assigned to me since then. But we'll say that for another Mutiny Radio, Fabulosa Fiesta. Uh, 
but you know, the first time I heard cisgendered, I was an LGBTQ plus event, and someone came up to me, one of the participants, and was like, pointed at me, was like, cis, right? And I was like, excuse me, I got that removed three months ago. Who told you? This is really embarrassing. I thought this was a safe space. I'm gonna call my friend Hippo right now. <laughs> In addition to being a proud member of the rainbow community, I am an equally proud member of the Latinx community. Latinx, that's also a newer term, you know, that for someone that identifies as um, Latin in the Latin community, but doesn't necessarily identify as male or female. So Latinx is to be inclusive of all. You know, when I first heard the term Latinx, I was just, felt like I was seeing it here left and right, Latinx, Latinx, and I was like, why is the Latin community embracing adult entertainment so much? Excuse me, this is really interesting. I'm all for it, but I just wanna know why. Uh, in terms of ethnicity, I am Mexican. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Make it clap, why not? I mean, we're in the mission. <laughs> Mexican here in the mission while it lasts, right? <laughs> like vendor hot dogs. Uh, but you know, one of my favorite Mexican holidays is Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. Uh, and that's where we celebrate and honor those that have moved on to the next life. And uh, so one of the things that we do is we create an altar for those that have you know, moved on. Uh, so for instance, my aunt who has moved on to the next life for Dia de los Muertos will decorate her altar with some of her favorite linen, some of her favorite food, uh, photos, and lots and lots of people's personal information because she was the queen of gossip. Mm-hmm. And you know, it would say it's common for Dia de los Muertos to see images of skeletal figures representative of those that have moved on to the next life. Uh, being in community and dancing and rejoicing and drinking and just having a fabulous time. And I don't think I've witnessed uh, that many images of skeletal figures dancing and just having a fabulous, fabulous time with the exception of the uh, going to the gay club on Twink Night. I think that's the only time I've seen that many skeletal figures really getting down with it. And so I know I'm sort of semi in heterosexual hell here. Um, the Twinks, you know, in the rainbow community, we have sub-communities. The twinks are the kind of younger or younger looking, because let me tell you, you have not lived until you've seen a 60-year-old twink, okay? Um, you know, they're, they're, um, they're, very, they're thin, they're younger, they're hairless, uh, live. I call them the live Manellis of the rainbow community. Those are the twinks. And, you know, a lot of times they get a bad rap, like they get teased because of their outer appearance. So things like uh, they, they'll get called sissy. Uh, and let me tell you something. If you go to any gay club or gay bar or, you know, some gay gal, uh, on a cold winter night, you'll see few people outside. You know, they're all bundled up. Most of them are all bundled up, with the exception of the few that are in thong sandals, short shorts, and little mini tank tops. And those are the twinks, precisely. And that's not a joke, okay? So if you're going to call them sissy, you better be talking about sissy spacey and carry it, because they will bring it called down. And they're still complaining that it's too hot outside. <laughs> I know the mutinyradio.fm listeners can't see my special straw here, but let me just quench. <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm. It's multicolor. It's my mood straw. <laughs> I'm feeling all sorts of colors tonight. Mm -hmm. um, oh, look, it's orange like you kind of. Oh, yay. Ooh, let me suck it one more time. Mm -hmm. Orange is the color of my soul. And I'm talking about the one on my foot. Yes, you put the hair to the side, honey, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Looking like a fierce corn on the cob. We're going to get it started, okay? Thank you all so, so much. I'm Mrs. You Better Work, your guest host for tonight's comedy open mic. Happy hour here at Muni Radio. Thanks again, MuniRadio.fm listeners. Your first comic, um, or your next comic, I should say, because I guess I'm a comic here. Uh, why not? Um, thank you all so, so much for being here. And please show support to your fellow comedians. You know, this is not easy, especially when you're just like staring and stuff. Oh my God, I've addressed all of you already, and I'm still nervous. Please put your hands together for Ryan Schooley. <laughs> Yeah. 
Mutiny Radio. Happy to be here with you guys performing comedy right in front of Glitter Jesus, which I feel is strategically placed in front of the donation jar just to, you know, remind us all, you know, you can't pay your way to heaven, but you can donate your way into heaven, you know? <laughs> Keep that in mind, comics, you cheap, cheap fucks. Um, <laughs> hell yeah, guys. I'm... I, uh, I, I'm happy to be with you guys because none of you guys are my girlfriend's mom, as it turns out. And uh, I, don't, I don't like my girlfriend's mom at all. She's very uh, self-centered, she's very narcissistic, you know. Um, apparently she was really hot in the 80s, you know. That's, that's what she tells me, this hot little blonde white girl running around LA. The story she tells to prove her 1980s hotness was apparently one time she met O.J. Simpson in the 80s and OJ started hitting on my girlfriend's mom and she talks about this shit braggingly she's like yeah Ryan that's right OJ was hitting on me Ryan OJ wanted me I could have got with OJ Ryan you believe that shit Ryan I could have got with OJ and I'm just like honestly I wish you fucking did you know <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the one thing that she and I have in common is we both think back to her night with OJ and wonder like, what if, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. I, um, I'm an introvert, born introvert. I, uh, I need my space, I need my time alone, you know? Um, I, I will say though, I feel like as an introvert, the greatest experience of my life is when my house guests leave. Like there is nothing <laughs> that feels better to me as an introvert. Like my friends will always go up to me, they'll be like, Ryan, you know, we noticed you don't smile very much. I'm like, you should see me after you leave. Uh, <laughs> actually a whole lot of smiling going on. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like you didn't believe that, but. <laughs> Hell yeah. I can't tell if you really like me or if you really hate me based off that. It was like, <laughs> you, oh, all right. I think I got my answer. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, man, I, I lost a bunch of weight recently, though. I lost like 50, 60 pounds. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, what I learned about the whole experience, you could tell how much weight you've lost based on how people compliment you, you know? Like, you lose a little bit of weight. People, it's like they ask you a question. They're like, hey, man, did you lose some weight? You lose a little bit of weight there? You lose a little more weight. People are, like, surprised and excited for you. They're like, holy fuck, man, you lost so much fucking weight. You look so good. Fuck yeah, dude. Then the highest tier of weight loss compliment, you cannot top this one, happened to me just this very week. Somebody came up to me at work. They tapped me on the shoulder. They're like, are you okay? <laughs> That's how you know your beach body ready is when your friends are concerned. All right, that's <laughs> hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'll I'll leave you guys on this. I uh, I mentioned my girlfriend's mom before. I I you know I have a girlfriend. I love my girlfriend a lot. I really do. I feel like sometimes uh, couples they get overly sentimental about their relationships. You know, you know, like I hear a lot of couples out there say just blatantly incorrect bullshit like i fell in love with my best friend which sounds super romantic on the surface but people only say it to sound romantic you know no one ever says it while they're fucking you know <laughs> like i've never been having sex with my girlfriend she's like oh my god fuck me harder fuck me harder i'm just like anything for you buddy <laughs> 
Then we come at the same time and high five. All right, you guys have been great. Keep it going for your host. All right, Ryan Scully. He loves his girlfriend for now. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep it going. Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. Here at the Happy Hour Open Mic in the beautiful Mission District. Please put your hands together for Murad Shaki. I saw a lady wearing a shirt. Shirt said, my past traumas do not define me, which I thought was a great message, you know? Just because you were a victim once doesn't mean you're a victim the rest of your life. You're a person with thoughts, hopes, dreams, ambition. It doesn't define you. And then I read the second line of her shirt, and it said, only God does. I was like, oh, damn, now you lost me. Now I feel like victim blaming, you goddamn dumb victim. Where'd you get that shirt? The victim store? What are you, the mayor of Victimsville? Population you? And yes, I do resort to schoolyard bullying tactics when I do my victim blaming. <laughs> victims, no, okay, next one, fuck it. Uh, I uh, bought a fountain pen, because that'll make my jokes funnier, you know? <laughs> really, it's because I can't be trusted with the money. Actually, it's because I just got accepted into Hogwarts, and iPads don't work there. The talking brochure told me that. Also, I bullied the salesperson into giving me free ink because it turns out if you sell fountain pens for a living, you are easily intimidated. <laughs> hey, uh, would you mind throwing in some free ink with that? Actually, uh, those cost money. Yeah, I know. Just kind of want it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have politely robbed that entire store. <laughs> also, does anybody know where I can adopt an owl? Preferably a rescue. Harry Potter, call back. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you want to hear a bunch of dad facts? There isn't a joke. These are just all things my dad uh, is a part of. He has a toaster that burns his face into bread. Uh, it doesn't even toast the bread well because it has to shade different parts of his face, so it just burns part of it and doesn't toast the other part. Uh, I used to work for him. He walked through a glass window on the way to the meeting, did the whole presentation bleeding from the forehead, and did not address it. <laughs> he told me once that he, he thinks humanity thinks too highly of itself because one time he watched a video of two gorillas fucking and it looked exactly like us. And I was like, first of all, Dad, what are you doing with your internet time? Second, I'm telling Mom to leave you. <laughs> also, uh, I sold him weed once, and he called me out on selling him my worst shit. And he said, what's this asparagus you sold me? And then he smoked all of it and got paranoid that his cat sitter stole a bunch of money, which they did not. <laughs> I uh, am very happy, energetic, fun boy, uh, but... Uh, I have all the habits of a deeply, deeply depressed person. Like, uh, I'll get in the shower and just say I hate myself over and over and over again. But I will do it to the tune of ABBA's Dancing Queen. So, I hate me, I hate me, oh, consider ending your own life. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Uh, uh, I like playing video games. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so no, you know, you might call yourself a gamer. You've heard that word before. I don't like that word because gamer's starting to sound like a slur to me. Like, it's like, oh, Murad, are you a gamer? It's, oh, no, 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 no. 
I love women and minorities. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> dirty, dirty people, those gamers. Uh, I used to uh, actually do video game PR, which is a fancy way of saying I filled out spreadsheets about Pikachu for a living. Uh, Pokemon was our biggest client, and uh, there was a spreadsheet I had to update alarmingly frequently called Pokemon Go Related Crimes. Because apparently Pokemon Go fans are also fans of stabbing other Pokemon Go fans. It's like uh, Mother Nature's system of population control. If you're ready to throw down for a Charizard at 3 in the morning in an alleyway, maybe it's time f for you to go, you know? It's like, incel, use shiv. Anyway, thank you very much. It's super effective. It's super effective. That's the other part. Thank you. Thank you, Marat Chucky. Yeah, I got to meet your toasty dad sometime. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, oh my bro. god. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's gay bashing or hitting on me, calling me bro. <laughs> that was really good. Straight guys dancing to ABBA. I'm feeling at home by the minute here at their fabulous uh, comedy open mic happy hour here at Muni Radio. Thank you so much. Hey, so it's a four-minute set, just so you know. I'm sorry to uh, include this at the top of the show. It's a four-minute set with a honk at three minutes, okay? So with that said and done, uh, please put your hands together for Victor Trevino. <laughs> Um, I had sex with an Australian uh, today. Let's take a round of applause for that. It was actually a first for me. It was the first time I've had sex with someone taller than me. To paint the picture, she's like 6'3", and she's like super jacked. She has these like big old athletic legs and kind of like a little pouch where she holds her babies at. <laughs> and then like a long tail. These Australians, man, you should try having sex with one of them. It's great. Also had sex with a passion fruit. It was actually kind of underwhelming. You wouldn't think that by the name passion fruit, you know? <laughs> Turns out the, uh, the correct answer was cantaloupe. <laughs> Those are more fun to have sex to. <laughs> Um, I guess I want to talk about the uh, first time I got caught smoking weed, I was 11 years old. First time I got caught smoking weed. I don't know if you remember, do you remember how old 11 is? <laughs> you guys remember? I got caught because my brother found the bong I made out of a Pokeball. I bought a Pokeball Happy Meal from Burger King unironically. <laughs> Like, I loved Pokemon and apparently smoking weed at the same time. I just remember my brother coming into my room, it was just still painted like baby blue, and I was sitting on a bunk bed, unironically, also. <laughs> I don't know how I got away with that. This was uh, back in the day. Does anybody remember the time in weed's history where we didn't weigh it? You remember that? Where it was just about how much you could stuff into a bag? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that, that looks like $20 worth. <laughs> and the thing, the thing you would do is you would find the drug dealer that was the most timid, and you would go and all pile into his car when you go to buy weed, and he would put a certain amount of weed in a bag, and he'd be like, um, does that look good to you? <laughs> <laughs> and then all three of you in the car would be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not, Wes. <laughs> Also, uh, I've known two Wes's in my life, 
Both of them drug dealers. I'm two for two. <laughs> Does anybody know a non-drug dealing Wes? Um, there's another part to that that I'm going to remember later. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I wrote a recipe earlier today for the uh, world's greatest nachos. Uh, the It's like a three-step, three-ingredient recipe. Uh, step one is you just smoke some weed. <laughs> Uh, step two, you put some cheese on some chips, and really that's it, actually. That's a <laughs> You'll be good after that. Um, let's see. Um, I don't believe in uh, meditation. <laughs> my friends are always like, man, after a long day at work, I just take 20 minutes, put them aside, and meditate on my thoughts, and I feel way better. I get all this energy back. I'm like, dude, have you ever heard of a nap? <laughs> you know about naps, right? <laughs> You're just napping with your legs crossed if you have 20 minutes. And then he'd be like, no, man. He tells me all these, like, these successful people that meditate. But all of the successful people meditated either after they were successful or they are famous for meditating. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Uh, I'm Victor Trevino. Thanks a lot. Thank you for wiping your hand before shaking it, thanks. I was hoping you wouldn't do that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Victor Trevino. Okay, let's keep the fiesta going here at Mutiny Radio. Please put your hands together for Jonah Polak. Did I get that right? All right, uh, you are canceled. Uh, am, am I allowed like one free gay bash as like a 50-50 split? <laughs> I'll, I'll redeem that later. Uh, so are, is one of you guys doing stand-up, or is this like the beginning of your like super bad adventure for the night? Because <laughs> uh, you will definitely, someone will try to suck your dick here and give you nitrous. That will happen <laughs> at this location. Um, someone told me recently that you're not supposed to discuss religion or politics in a polite setting, and I guess that just leaves hardcore fucking. Uh, yeah, right? Because what else is there? Um, I've been on Tinder trying to do some hardcore fucking and, uh, or, you know, at least some light bad kissing. And, uh, all, like, all the women who I've, like, started matching with, there seems to be some new meme. Like, before it was hiking pictures, and now everyone loves whiskey. Like, I love whiskey. I'm so fun. It's like, no, you're an alcoholic who's self-medicating that you don't like your life. Uh, <laughs> don't even know. Wh whiskey was invented to help dudes relax after a day of working in dirt mines. So... Yeah, if every woman in San Francisco loves whiskey, maybe San Francisco has a fucking lifestyle problem. I don't know. Uh, that's just me being the judgy child of an alcoholic. Um, yeah, but I so I live in Oakland. There's all these new neighborhood apps. People in Oakland or New Oakland are trying to stay connected, have a sense of community, and they're on there with their problems like, my bike got stolen, what do I do? My packages keep getting stolen, what do I do? I try to be helpful. I'm like, you need to move back to Topeka. Uh, yeah, dude, you can't play in the man's game. Uh, yeah, but uh, generational differences are weird. Like, uh, I guess for my dad, he like OD'd on acid and his parents had to come get him in the emergency room. It's like, well, there could you do these crazy hippie drugs? And now I live with four roommates and I spend all my money on rent. And my dad's like, what do you mean you rent instead of buy? You know, <laughs> no son of mine is going to waste money when he could get equity. And it's like, 
don't know. Explaining capitalism to baby boomers is like explaining Santa Claus to a five-year-old. Like, but he brought me a horsey. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to know how it got here. Uh, <laughs> you guys know, uh, so, you know, we, we invaded Iraq for the oil. Santa Claus transmits like a trillion dollars of commerce by sleigh and reindeer. Why didn't we invade the North Pole? Uh, right? Why is a reindeer in every driveway? Um, figuring out who I am politically, which is that I think gender is made up, but I also refuse to stop calling things retarded. Uh, all right, that joke deserved a tepid response because that's a bad word. But <laughs> hear me out. Like, uh, like, I love that word. Love is love, okay? Um, <laughs> Let me fuck that word. Um, no, but like uh, people, people haven't stopped calling people retarded. They've just stopped using the word retarded. Everyone just calls everything autistic now, right? It's like the way you're dealing with this situation is a little on the spectrum. Like I didn't know you have a psychiatry degree in making me feel bad. Um, so yeah, uh, is that the one or the, that's the one tonight? Okay, uh, what else did we have? Oh, uh, apparently we're gonna eat a lot less meat. Uh, because of climate change, which I think is good, because I know way too many people who identify with being the grill master. Like, I just think you should eat a few crickets and develop a personality. Um, <laughs> all right, anything else before I go? Oh yeah, so uh, women are starting to like become like breadwinners now. Like you hear about like boss babes and like we're all a bunch of losers, which we are all kind of. Um, but people ask me, like, hey, would you be okay with, like, a woman being the breadwinner in your, in your relationship? I'm like, dude, I pray for the family that I am the breadwinner of. Uh, well, God's not real, so I just started GoFundMe. <laughs> okay, not that strong. Thank you. How do you pronounce your last name? Pollock. So just think lick, 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 lick. Just, oh. Yeah. Pollock. Pollock. I'm an out... Alcoholic. <laughs> I'm gonna do 12 steps, honey. Okay, thank you so much, Jonah. That was really good. And I'm the one guilty of stealing your package. It's in my bottle. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm. It is really good, though. All right, let's keep the party going. It's Max Eddie. Keep it going for Jesus, everybody. Okay. Oh man, I, uh, I've been I've been good. Uh, this weekend, uh, this last weekend, I went to the Portland Queer Comedy Festival. Uh, it was pretty cool. Thank you. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people were talking about like queer identities there, and I don't know. Like I'm bisexual, and I don't really I consider it a hobby. You know, like it's kind of because like I don't identity just doesn't make sense. I've had sex four times in the past year. You know, I don't consider something an identity if I'm doing it once per fiscal quarter. That's. <laughs> That's kind of where I, I don't plan it that way, by the way. It's not that right. I'm not like, oh, it's almost the 30th. I better get my sex in so I can put it in the annual report. No, it's just, it's, um, it just works out that way. It's an average. Um, that was cool. Actually, in Portland, I got to hang out with my, my grandpa for the first time in a long time. Uh, he's a fun dude. He's just one of those like little old dudes. He's like 5'3", like, because his bones are leaving and shit. Like, it's... <laughs> Just kind of, they're just like, peace out, bro. Like it's, it's been real. Um, but uh, no, he's a, he's a, you know what's funny is he's a health nut. Um, he's like 82. Uh, and I don't, I didn't think that that made sense. I was just like, dude, I mean, you're already old. Like, why not just eat whatever? But uh, eating, I don't know if you know this, eating a green vegetable, um, like, will add uh, six minutes to your life. And so for him, it's like, those six minutes might be next week. So I... <laughs> Gotta add where you can, you know. <laughs> but, 
It was funny. He was driving us around too, and uh, he, uh, he at one point, he does the cutest thing. He just goes, uh, you know what, Max? Um, what do you say? You know, I'm feeling pretty hungry right now. What do you say uh, the first restaurant we see, we go in there and we grab a bite? I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great, Grandpa. And right as he says that, he looks up and sees a McDonald's, like the big old golden arches, and he just goes, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> And we went. He drank water. That was it. He's, <laughs> he's trying to live. <laughs> it's good. Um, that's fine. Okay, that, that part doesn't work. That's good. Um, I, uh, what else did I have? Oh, actually, um, I flew to Portland. I flew uh, on an airline I had not heard of before. I flew on Sun Country Airlines. Yeah, there we go. It's like the budget budget. That's it. Doesn't Sun Country Airlines sound like a, like a mom and pop, like <laughs> blue collar airline? Just like Sun Country Airlines, family owned and operated since 1856. Like, there we go. Here at Sun Country Airlines, we don't use no fancy city technology like aeroplanes. We, uh, we take a horse and we glue wings on the side and we get you to your destination. Okay. Some might say it is unethical to glue wings on a horse on account of glue is made out of horses. And to that, I would say, <laughs> if God did not want us gluing wings on horses, then why did the Lord not save the Pegasus on Noah's Ark? Now riddle me that, okay? God, I'm glad that worked. Because I was, <laughs> you know when you have a thing and you're like, I got to do the whole thing? <laughs> that was... <laughs> That was what that was, so it was, it was fun. Um, uh, it's, it's good. Uh, I actually, oh man. Um, oh, uh, one thing that happened uh, as I was coming back, actually I cut my hand in the airport. I got a little cut. Um, I, like, I got a paper cut on, a, uh, it was actually my, my barbershop stamp card. Uh, do, do you guys have barbers that are fucking cool? Like they got, like you get 10 cuts and you get the next one free. That was a, so I like, I cut my hand on it and I was pissed cause I was like, fuck, I already had eight stamps on this and now it's going to look like I fucking killed a guy for it. Uh, which is not a good look, but, uh, I was just like, okay, I'll just, whatever. It was right after I like checked my bag. So I was like, oh, I'll just get through security and it'll be fine. Um, don't do that. By the way, security does not like any amount of blood. Like they, if you, <laughs> security, they don't even like shampoo. Like you shouldn't even like just liquids. They're not about. Um, just FYI, uh, it was a whole thing, and I'll tell the story later. Bye, guys. Thank you. Keep it going for Max Eddie. Makes us want our eggs. Countryside up. <laughs> All right, let's keep it going. It's Friday, we're feeling good, okay? Up next is Cole Chapman. One more time. Oh, that's the music. I thought that was Murad's phone still. Uh, guys, give it up for Jesus holding it down all night. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. You better work. Uh, okay, hell yeah, man. I, <laughs> I wish I wish my name could follow with some kind of like it's just like Coleman Chapman, <laughs> but like that's just how it is. Just a sad trumpet. <laughs> like, go one more time for Max too. Coming back, you, did you say you were a, a like a hobbyist in the queer community? Is this yeah. the vibe I was getting? Yeah, I could tell by your wrinkled pants, bro. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what kind of? That's like the straight in you just popping out. Like, hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> Out the dryer. I'm not going to give it a... <laughs> I understand, man. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Um, and then... And then sir, everyone's going to rag on you guys. Uh, they always do. You've, got, you've come here a bunch. A few times. You've come here a bunch. You've dragged these poor fools along <laughs> every time. 
For the first time? No. Oh. <laughs> well, fuck you then. Get the fuck. <laughs> I, I don't want to be too mean, but you do look like a quarterback one on an 80s talk show. That's all. <laughs> Anybody else getting this? <laughs> no one else with a tucked in button down pattern shirt. No one else getting this? <laughs> Am I just Joan Riversing up here? <laughs> just up here, your clothes are <laughs> I'm sitting here, my own wrinkled shirt. I'm one to talk. I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> Throwing stones, it's ridiculous. Uh, you guys, um, you guys, uh, 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 you, you're not, you're from the North Bay, right? No, we're from the same town. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Look at me listening to details and remembering things. <laughs> you guys walk around San Francisco at all? Um, not often. Not often? When you, you, I feel like you would like be you put on a tough face in like a sketchy neighborhood. Yeah, you people don't bother you. Yeah, they see that mustache and that tucked in shirt. They're like, we gotta get out of here, guys. <laughs> Is that Joe Theismann? What the fuck? <laughs> he looks great. Where's the fur coat? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I, uh, I used to get sketched out walking through a sketchy neighborhood sometimes, but not anymore. And I think that's because I've realized I've got a face that you could classify as like non-threatening, goofy white guy face. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus was like, "Amen, <laughs> praise the Lord." <laughs> I think it's true, man. Like, because <laughs> I walk through and like. Like sometimes you see dealers on the streets, like you ever walk by a dealer who's like trying to give out their menu, you know, and they're like, you walk by them, they're like, oxy weed coke, like that kind of thing. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh, it's weird. Like sometimes they don't really do that to any, me anymore. Uh, I think that's because I look like a cop, but also uh, like, <laughs> well, I walked by this guy the other day. Uh, 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 he whispered in my ear. He was like, hey man, peanut butter jelly sandwich. He's <laughs> like, what? You can honk that shit? Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, creamy peanut butter. I was like, ew, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck with that shit. He was like, wait. I was like, what? He was like, Flintstones chewable vitamins? I was like, all right. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Let's do this. <laughs> you got me. I don't know, man. The only uh, drugs I do these days, are, uh, it's weed, but you can't really call that a drug anymore. You know, it's medicine. And you get in trouble if you call it drugs these days, you know? Uh, this recently happened to me. I was out at a club. I was having a great time with this beautiful blonde woman. And uh, straight fellas, you know, or just fellas in general, if you're trying to, with someone who's way out of your league, you're just hanging on for dear life. And you're just like, hey, whatever you say goes. <laughs> you know, like, so, so I'm, I'm just really trying to just make this work. And I'm trying to be a good host, up my points a little bit. So I offer her, I'm like, I'm thinking I got my vape pen on me. I'm like, hey, I'll officer, uh, offer her a little something. So I'm like, hey, you want any drugs? And she's like, here? Like on the dance floor? I'm like, yeah, it's no problem. She's like, no, follow me. She grabs my hand. We go to the bathroom. Uh, and I don't have cocaine on me, guys. <laughs> I just have a vape pen. We got to the stall. She turned around like, where's the coke? I pulled out. I was like, is sativa okay? She was like, no, it's not. God damn it. It's like, how about a peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> not that either. All right, that's my time, guys. Go to praises. Thank you so much, Cole Chapman, or as I like to refer to him, Hot Cole Assless Chapman. Who said your name was boring, okay? All right, MuniRadio.fm. It is Happy Hour Comedy Open Mic. Up next is Duat Mai. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Ooh, yeah. So um, let's see here. A lot, of, a lot of people leaving. Bye, guys. No, it's okay. It's going to be reruns, man. All right. Close the door. All right. Hey, guys. A lot of people uh, see a lot of eyes looking at me. You know how uh, some people like blue eyes or like green eyes? 
I like the white part. <laughs> Anybody else? You know how some people can roll their eyes to the back of their heads and uh, make it all white? I want to marry someone like that. I'll be at a party. Hey, meet my wife. She's creepy. <laughs> what do you like to do? I like to read Stephen King and then take a look at her. <laughs> Give me a kiss, baby. No! With your eyes open. <laughs> you know how I like it. Anyways, uh, I think sexy is sexy no matter how big people are, you know? Uh, I drove by a billboard with a model on it, and I realized if she was ever gonna step out into reality, standing seven stories tall, I'd date her. Right? Like, hey, happy anniversary, baby. I got you a necklace with a chair on it, and you can wear it, and I'll sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do now? You want to go fix that windmill? <laughs> of course I know how to fix the windmill. Just give it a spin. Come on, baby. Just... I uh, figured it out. I know why we have, I know why we have pubic hair. Yeah, so that when, so that when we're naked and we're eating a cookie, the crumbs will not hit the floor. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, yeah. My friend goes, "How'd you figure that out?" I go, "Nobody was home. <laughs> Nobody was home." Yes. Yeah, some women have a uh, landing strip down there. I have something similar. Two eyebrows. Yes. Angry eyebrows. <laughs> You know, some, uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, at night my uh, testicles roam my body in search of satisfaction. <laughs> I wake up and it's by my foot. I'm like, what are you doing down there? Get back up here. It's dangerous out. You could get grazed. Come on. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Anyways, uh, I like hiking. I like trees. I uh, love trees because even when they're dead, they're still standing. Uh, I was thinking, what if people were like that? I'll take a bunch of them and build a log cabin. Why is everybody facing inwards? Uh, I'm lonely. I don't have a family. I used to, but now they're part of the wall. That's my mom and dad. Oh, and that's my girlfriend. I feel like spanking her. Excuse me while I step outside. That's sick, right? That's sick. That's... You know when you're on the phone, and uh, the more you switch from one ear to the other, the more tired you are of that conversation? Yeah. My left ear has had enough. Right ear, time for your drums to take a beating. <laughs> All right. I know, Ma, you already told me. Everybody talks about how God can be a woman, but nobody ever talks about how the devil can be a woman. I know, Ma, you already told me. Angels have wings because heaven is above us, but since hell is below us, the devil should have fur and buck teeth like a gopher. <laughs> Anything else about the devil, Ma? <laughs> Did you have sleep paralysis last night? Yes, I know, Ma. That's the devil sitting on you. I got you. <laughs> the devil's always doing things to my family. I don't know why. Just, uh, maybe because my dad killed a lot of uh, gophers when he was in Vietnam. I don't know. You know. Planted a lot of landmines, and one gopher runs over the landmine, and the whole family blows up. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Dad, thank you so much, Do What My. <laughs> With anytime roaming testicle minutes, I got to get on that plan. <laughs> That was really cool. Hey, and for the comics that have gone up and you know done their time and donated to the Mutiny Radio and uh, the Mutiny Radio tip jar, excuse me. Thank you so so much. And we're actually kind of getting close to the end. We're doing okay with time, right, Pam? 
Yeah, we're doing really good. So if you guys can stick around and support your fellow comics, that's always very much appreciated, okay? Don't be leaving me here by myself. It's going to be so awkward. All right, Muni Radio. Let's keep it going for Colin Holt. <laughs> Colin all Colin. Okay, now we can start. (laughs) I am just here to wipe my ass with your time, all right? I want to make one thing clear. I am a dog dragging my ass across the carpet of your time. All right, the skid mark is the past, my anus is the present, and my colon is the future, so fucking get in my anus, baby! I got dog hemorrhoids! I can't even lick them. It's a real tragedy. Can't lick my dog hemorrhoids. Uh, Sick. You guys know what sapiosexual is? Sapiosexual, I had to look it up as someone who's attracted to people because they're smart. (laughs) Yeah, fucking failed that test. Not seeing that lady anymore. Um... But it's like, seriously, uh, do I want my dick sucked? No, I want my mind blown. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Slob on my nog. (laughs) I mean it. Give me some head, (laughs) right? Uh, uh, I can only get off to porn that takes place in a library or a college. Uh, They say the brain is the biggest sex organ you have. Is that a wastebasket full of used tissues? No, that's my brain bucket. All right. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I smear peanut butter on my temples and I let the dog lick it off. That's what I'm talking about. It's the only way I can get him to take his medicine. Hide it in the peanut butter. Look, I'm like a sick, perverted doctor. This isn't for me, it's for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, not seeing that lady anymore. It's fine. First date we went on sex. Hell yeah. All right. Second date, cuddling and making out. Still pretty good. Third date, though, obviously, you know how this ends. Just a kiss at the door. When I gave her a kiss at the door, though, a homeless man walked by, and he was like, yeah, you two go have sex for me. I was like, holy shit, that's not a homeless man. That's a homeless wingman. Yeah. But she's a sapiosexual. I was like, all right, maybe I can trick her into it. Dude, homeless man told us to have sex. We have to. We got to help the homeless. (laughs) All right? This is for him. It's not for us. Just went full perverted doctor on her. (laughs) This is for him. It's not for us. Uh, all right. Um, uh, I saw, I saw a guy on his motorcycle and also on his motorcycle was a woman with long blonde hair. And then when she turned her head, I thought that is the ugliest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. But as they got closer, the woman actually turned out to be a golden retriever. (laughs) With a with a helmet on, <laughs> and uh, 
I don't know. I told that story to somebody, and uh, I was drunk at the time. Maybe I started out with, hold on, I saw the ugliest woman I ever saw, which would not have been a great start because I just met this person. But I'm pretty sure I told it just like I told it to you right now. And then she did the whole, wow, you're comparing women to dogs? that's not, I don't know. I don't think that's what that's, I'm pretty sure that's not what that story, I was thinking about it the whole time. I don't think that's what the story is about. I think it's about bad vision. I think it's about bad eye vision. And I think it's about how often do you see a dog on a motorcycle? (laughs) Not in a sidecar. You would think. So... I don't know. I felt I I felt like I actually met a libtard. <laughs> I don't I don't use that term ever. I think it's hilarious, but uh all right, I got to go. Thank you so much Colin Holtz. Yay. Keeping that comedy nice and intellectual. You're so intellectual. <laughs> 4.0 hopefully is for your GPA and not your penis size. <laughs> Do your decimal measures. All right, <laughs> Muni Radio, happy hour open mic. Let's keep it going for Dan Mancini. Yes. Uh, you keep it going for our heavenly host. <laughs> love, your, love your penis straw. You know full well though, those were invented for uh, straight woman on uh, bachelor bachelor parties. So wh- what you're doing is, uh, I think, cultural appropriation. <laughs> Speaking of cultural appropriation, one thing I am excited to see lately is a lot more diversity in school shootings. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Representation is important. I mean, white guys, we invented school shootings, but you had the Virginia Tech shooter. He was Asian. He uh, walked so he can run. Uh, who else? We had the Orlando shooter who was uh, gay and Muslim, right? That's intersectionality. And then just recently here in our uh, neighborhood, just north of here, we had the uh, the YouTube shooter, which is a woman, the first female mass shooter. It's great, right? <laughs> Terrific. You love to see it. Um, of course, I mean, I don't want to come across as sexist, but first, uh, first female mass shooter, no casualties. <laughs> Could have done better. Could have done better. Um, <laughs> where was I going with that? Shootings. Uh, I come from Colorado. We invented mass shootings. First school shooting, Columbine, you know. A uh, really religious place, Colorado. Uh, I was raised really religious. And then I came here. Organized religion, not uh, as popular in San Francisco. We don't really like it here. But there's an uh, equally sinister problem here, which I call disorganized religion. Might have come across this is when you assemble your worldview a la carte. You know, you kind of take this and that, whatever you want. I met a girl the other day who told me that she is uh, not religious but spiritual. Met this girl at Dolores Park, and you've been to Dolores Park. Uh, Dolores Park, all the best parts, all the worst parts of a music festival without the music. She was there doing, thank you, she was there doing uh, acro yoga, which is, you know, when two people crawl on top of each other, it's all the worst parts of sex without the sex and uh yeah but i still uh i i I still you know we had a good rapport i went on a date with her a couple days later um 
big time a la carte spirituality. She told me that she was an empath. You ever met an empath before? Empath, this is somebody who um, can supernaturally sense the emotions of another person. Uh, in other words, not autistic is, I guess, the bar for entry to be uh, an empath. She was an empath, and she couldn't empathize with the fact that I would have rather killed myself than listen to her talk about being an empath anymore. Um, yeah, she took me to, we went and we got our, our charts read. We went to a psychic, which, you know, I've, I was never really into that. I, I tend to be kind of a skeptic. Um, but as an adult, I've realized that, you know, astrology is fine. It's really just something that gives people an excuse to have sex with each other. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's kind of if you're if you're gonna go to a psychic, it's kind of like saying I'd like to speak to a therapist who doesn't have a college degree. <laughs> there were a lot of red flags uh, when when I met her with her. She had a shirt that said "Spiritual Gangster." Spiritual gangster. Yeah. What what is a spiritual gangster? Is that like a a trap lord who's reading the Bhagavad Gita? No, I'm willing to bet the uh, spiritual part holds up a lot more than the gangster part. In reality, a spiritual gangster is a white woman who listens to Kendrick and her Prius and rolls up the window so she could sing along with the N-word parts. <laughs> it is pretty gangster, though, to uh, basically appropriate... What's up? Welcome. Uh, I mean, a spiritual gangster is, is somebody who's willing to appropriate the cultures of two different people at once. That's pretty gangster. It's like saying... I don't understand either of these cultures, but they're mine now. Namaste, bitch. <laughs> Thanks, that's uh, all I got. Thank you so much. Keep it going for Dan Mancini. Hey, you straight guys use some big words, like sociosexual, and you really need all these like, little terms and stuff. I'm really learning a lot here from the straight men. This is really good. Everything is plurals, what I really want to turns up. All right, let's keep it going. It's Andy, I want CO. Much good to see y'all. Came all the way down from Seattle for this. <laughs> Not this mic. <laughs> If I wanted this many dudes saying this many things, I'd be at home on Reddit. <laughs> uh, I've been, um, what I've been dealing with lately, though, is uh, I've been dealing with epilepsy. I have epilepsy. And, like, you try to make, you try to make light of it. You try to make fun of it. Because you're trying to, like, any disability, you're trying to take the anxiety and you're trying to take, like, the scariness away from it by making fun of it. And, like, I had a funny, like, I had a funny idea, like, would be, I've, I've always wondered if I had a seizure during an earthquake, if I'd just stay still. <laughs> I, had a, I had a funny idea. I was like, I, I told my partner, I was like, wouldn't it be really funny if I had a seizure during sex? And then he stared at me, and he said, you did. And you told me not to take it as a compliment. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe I said that. I am this funny always? <laughs> this truly is a gift. <laughs> like, I, but like, that's the, like, everything is ridiculous about having a seizure. Like, if you have a seizure outside and people call 911, like, they're, who shows up to see if you're having a seizure? Paramedics in a truck covered in strobe lights. 
<laughs> They're like, are you having a seizure? Would you like one? <laughs> That's all an ambulance is, is a food truck for seizures. It don't have burgers, but they sure as fuck have shakes. <laughs> But then, like, they ask you all sorts of questions. Like, sometimes they're like, they'll be like, do you know what today's date is? Do you know what time it is? And I'm like, does it look like I'm down here figuring out my day planner? Lift up one of my legs and use my unconscious body as a sundial. <laughs> like, one of the times they asked me if I, if I, do you know who the president is? And it was just like, it's not my president. He just zapped me a bunch of times till I said yes. It's like five... Paramedics all look like dudes named Gary. <laughs> so pretty much any time you wake up from a seizure, you're just seeing four Garys stand, uh, staring down at you like you passed out in some sort of GOP restaurant. <laughs> but like I imagine it has to be confusing because like... I'm transgender, but I haven't changed the uh, the gender marker on my ID, and I imagine that has to be confusing for paramedics. Like to look at my ID where it says male, then look at my boobs, then look back at my ID, then look at my boobs. It makes me kind of like want to mess with them and like wake up and be like, where did these come from? <laughs> That was a big seizure. <laughs> uh, I'll leave you on this part. I, I've been, I've been, I've, I love advice that people give when, based upon the spellings of words. They'll say like, you can't spell blank without blank. Sometimes it's like, you can't, there's no I in team, that kind of thing. And so like, I always try to figure out other way, other ones that maybe like, I don't know exactly what they mean. Like, uh, one of them is, uh, you can't spell masturbation without Batman. <laughs> Robin's in there too, but not at the same time. <laughs> they respect each other's privacy. The one I just figured out, uh, the, the one I just saw recent, uh, the one I figured out recently is you can't spell hairiness without harness. That's for the gay folks in here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like the other one was I had misread somebody's Twitter handle so apparently I this is one that's really funny is you can't spell Seth Rogen without estrogen <laughs> it's really one letter off um, I'm missing my partner right now because uh, we just we're anniversaries coming up and uh I'm, I've, I chose this way to make me, when I'm away from him, I let him choose the last joke I ch say on stage. The last one of my jokes I say on stage it makes me think of him. So I'm doing this part for love. This is the joke he told me, and I love him, and our anniversary soon, so here it is. Um, so these two aborted fetuses are waiting to get in heaven. <laughs> and one turns the other and says, you know this heaven thing's forever, right? And the other one turns and says, duh, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> that joke is fantastic. It's a dead baby joke without saying dead baby. Like it's the exact amount of syllables. Like y'all even tensed up like it was gonna be fucking terrible, but it's actually really charming. <laughs> and then like it's hopeful, cause like, 
like I unlike the Catholics, I believe aborted fetuses can get into heaven. Anyway, you can't restrict access to abortion. Who uh, abortion jokes? <laughs> Gotta stand in solidarity with dead baby jokes. Tell that to anybody who gets disgusted by yours. Thanks. Thank you so much, Andy. I want CEO. You better seizure the opportunity and enjoy the, your stay here in the Bay Area. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you so so much. Okay. Hey, we're doing okay, right? You guys feeling good and stuff? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's just us boys now, you know? Almost. <laughs> this is how we do it. All right, let's keep it going. It's Casey Koenig. Nine. Casey with a C. <laughs> okay, how's everybody doing? Good? Yeah. yeah, awesome. Thanks for being here. I'm uh, just going to riff a little bit. Uh, people say that as you get older, you slowly turn into your parents. Uh, which is actually not true for me at all. Like, uh, my dad was uh, like a rebellious motorcycle riding, you know, lady killer. And I am none of those things. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was raised by my mom. So, like, really, mostly I'm actually safe and reliable and I'm a very good listener. Like, that's, <laughs> those are my qualities. Um, yeah, if we were vehicles, uh, he would be a Harley Davidson, and uh, I would be a Toyota Prius. That's how we would turn out. Uh, all right, not on board with this stuff. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I just wish I could be a bad boy sometimes, you know? Like, I wish I could be that kind of guy, but I'm, I'm just not, you know? I, like, I guess what's sad is, Knowing that your dad has literally had, ten t had sex with 10 times as many women as you have, right? Just to be like, oh shit, he's had sex with over 20 women? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know not every girl is just like, uh, is looking for rebellious shit, but um, like I, I do have a type, I think, right? Um, <laughs> like the kind of girl that would be into me is like a girl that's turned on by like good credit. Like that's <laughs> what she's turned turned on by. Um, I uh, I've been thinking about joining the gym again recently. Um, uh, it's been a while since I've been at the gym. Uh, the hardest thing I've ever had to do at the gym was actually cancel my gym membership. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually uh, called them on the phone once, and I was just like, hello, I'd like to cancel my gym membership, please. And the lady on the line was like, no problem. All you have to do is come here and cancel in person. <laughs> and I was like, why? Oh, we just have to make sure it's actually you. <laughs> yeah? Is, is that a big problem for gyms? People prank canceling each other's gym memberships? <laughs> I've never heard of that one before. <laughs> Just be like, ah, I got that guy good, now he can't not run on a treadmill once a week. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, obviously it's a deceptive business practice. They figure that if you're too lazy to go to the gym to work out, you're probably too lazy to go to the gym to actually cancel in person. And so they're just gonna put up that roadblock. Also, feels like a trap, you know? Like, uh, if you walk up to the counter, they might just body shame you out of it, 
you know, <laughs> just be like, look at yourself, man. Like we got mirrors everywhere. You look, you're in the same exact shape as the day you signed up. Like don't can don't cancel. Mm-mm. That's bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, I got married uh, last year, which was cool. Thank you. You guys seem nice. I'll open up. Uh, I actually ended up uh, marrying the girl that I lost my virginity to. That's super true. Yep, and whenever I tell people that, they're just like, oh, you, you religious? And I'm like, no, I'm just really grateful. <laughs> I just really appreciate her doing cool stuff to my body, and <laughs> no one's ever been that nice to me before. It was really great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, that's the end of my set, so thank you so much. I'll see you. Right, thank you so much, Casey. <laughs> Look who's walking up the aisle. Hey, that's so special. You married the person that deflowered you. Or you deflowered them, sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I'll put you on a pedestal. All right, let's keep it going. Oh dear, I need some water. Kyle Morrissey, are you here? Raise your hand. Raise your leg. All right. You guys are from San Mateo? You go to Sarah. Yeah, I was like, there's no way you dress like that and don't go to Sarah. That's amazing. Dude, 10 years later, I still, I still, got, I still got the eye. 10 years later, people can still tell I went to Sarah. Like, it's just, you never get it off you. Welcome. It's a, it's a, it, it's a bro thing, man. Uh, yeah, it's a... <laughs> you must have gone to Aragon. Uh, no. That, that was those for you guys. I'm 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 the guy who like peaked in high school, so all I do is make high school references when there's other people who went to the high school I went to. Um, yeah, I went to Sarah. You guys probably could have figured that out in five guesses. Um, my name is Kyle, which is something you also could have figured out in like f five guesses. Um, uh, my my parents said they named me after a character on a TV show called Melrose Place. Um, and I looked it up, they were right. It was just a character. It wasn't even the main character. Like, and I asked them, I was like, was I an accident? And they're like, no. Uh, like, okay, the weird part is uh, I was born in 1991 and Melrose Place didn't even exist until 1992. So <laughs> for upwards of a year, I was just the baby. <laughs> like, just a nameless baby. Um, I think it could be worse though. I have a friend named Chris Hansen. Uh, who's not a fan of the Dateline to Catch a Predator references. <laughs> I just had to double check with him. I was like, Chris, you know Chris Hansen isn't the pedophile, right? <laughs> like, it's not just 14 seasons of the same pedophile. <laughs> like, like, this dude is confronting people in their homes. Like, what did you think was happening? He just, like, walks in. He's like, why don't you take a seat? Because I'm going to fucking molest you. <laughs> like, like... That show would have exactly one investigation. A um, little bit more about me. I, uh, I, I live with my girlfriend. I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. Before we went out, uh, she wasn't really into white guys. She was into, uh, she's into Indian men. Um, but you know, I was really pushy and didn't take no for an answer. And she was like, well, this is basically the same thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half years are going strong. No, we're in love. We're, we're for sure getting married. Uh, the wedding is just going to last a day, and uh, it's going to be a lot smaller. Um, all right, cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I think my favorite part about being in a relationship is that now when other women talk to me, I just tune out. <laughs> like, like, 
I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm not trying to sleep with him, you know? Like, I don't have to pretend like you're, uh, that, uh, that I'm interested. Your dad's side of the family is 100% Irish, you know? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's not all, it's not all perfect. Like, there, there are certain things that, like, she believes in horoscopes. I don't really believe in believe in horoscopes, uh, but there was one time I was uh, smoking a cigarette with my best friend uh, in high school at Beresford Park, uh, and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, what if this is foreshadowing? I'm a cancer," and he had never had sex, and he was like, "Oh shit, I'm a Virgo," <laughs> and we both got a little worried, but like we dodged fate. Like I quit smoking, and he fucked me. Um, so. <laughs> That's a lie. I, I started smoking again recently. Um, we uh, we live in San Francisco, my girlfriend and I, um, which is nice. I was walking across the uh, the, San, the 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 San Francisco Bridge, the the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, for my first time recently. Did you know if you hold the mic like this, it makes you ten percent funnier? Did you know that? Uh, we were walking across. I was walking across the Golden Gate Bridge, and this woman from like a family approached me. Um, with her phone out, and she was like, can you, can you take a picture of us? I was like, yeah, totally. And the moment she put the phone in my hand, I was like, how funny would it be if I just threw this woman over the side of the bridge? <laughs> the reason it's funny is because the nets would catch her, and then I realized, you know what's funnier? The first time someone jumps off the bridge trying to kill themselves and the nets catch them, you know what that's gonna be called? A stress test. Isn't that great? That's so poetic. It works on like two levels. I thought about more. I was like, why don't people jump off the Bay Bridge? Like, it's a perfectly good bridge. Like, if you jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and you live in Oakland, like you, you had to drive across a bridge to get there. <laughs> like, <laughs> while you were on that bridge, you were probably like, this traffic fucking sucks. <laughs> I can't wait to kill myself. If there was only some way. I'm totally running the, the honker right now. Go, goodbye. <laughs> Yes, keep it going for the bros. Kyle Morrissey, you better bridge that gap. <laughs> All right. So Sarah, that's like, I'm actually from San Mateo County. I'm from Redwood City. Mm -hmm. I went to San Mateo High School for a whole year. Oh my God, it was so much fun that I got pregnant. <laughs> but I did know guys from Sarah. I always touched their private schools, you know what I'm saying? It was really, really fun. Did you do any experimentation in Sarah High School? Because that's all boys, right? All cisgendered boys? We can, we're in a safe space here. This is just the, just the guys, you know? And Pam, you know, she's one of the guys. Was it pretty cool to do experiment and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> we can talk later, okay? Because we have, we have happy hour comedy open mic here at Muni Radio to continue. Please put your hands together for Gabriel John Osler. Thank you. Keep it going for Jesus. You've just been so sharp in between and everything. It's been really, really good. I think I'm turning this the wrong way. All right, I'm married. Anybody else? Casey, you're married. Fantastic. So you know exactly what I'm talking about here. So uh, marriage, it's fun, right? But it's also tough. It's all about communication. That's what I'm finding out. They tell you that, and they are not kidding. It is all about communication. And my wife is, uh, is from New Jersey. So yeah, I did it. I jumped in feet first. I married a Jersey broad. My, uh, my tracksuit collection has doubled since I said I do to this woman. And so she's real, she's real blunt, she's direct. And uh, in communication, I could be a little bit better, you know? 
she'll, uh, she'll come out right out with it. She'll be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Where are you going? And I'll, I'll text her and I'll say, uh, you know, I'm doing a mic. I'll be back later. Uh, don't worry about it, which yeah, you can imagine. That, that doesn't work at all. Uh, she can't read. Um, she's from New Jersey. It's not part of their culture. And then, of course, the phone call comes in like, what the, honey, you know I don't do this words on a screen shit. Just aye, aye, aye. Brutal. No, I'm, uh, I'm kidding, obviously. My wife reads uh, at a fourth grade level, uh, which is very advanced for her age, uh, according to her teacher. So we're all very proud. I'm brimming with, guys, okay, I shouldn't have said that. That was, we all know uh, I'm not married. I mean, look, this, this ring comes right off. Uh, I'm a... I'm a single guy. Other single guys in here? Single? Wow. A lonely crowd. Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't want to bag on it too much, but I don't really like being single. I'm more of a relationship guy. Uh, people say, you know, being single, you get the freedom. You can keep it. It's not for me. What I like about a relationship is now you have an automatic cosign for your shitty behavior. That's my favorite thing about being in a relationship. Because it's kind of the implicit deal with a relationship, right? Is somebody looked up and down your bill of goods, and they're like, meh, that'll work. So you can't be that bad, unless your partner is a real piece of work, but I'll talk about my parents later. And um, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, you're too supportive. I'm going to need you to calm down. Uh, no. But it creates this really fun thing, which maybe you guys have noticed in your friend group of social situation. It's this, it's this flip that occurs, where you can be hanging out and you're, you'd be with your friends and be like, hey, Dave asked us to play wine and board games later. And you're like, fucking Dave? Fuck Dave, man. Dave uses the Tom's all-natural deodorants. And the last time he house sat for me, he used up all the mustard and didn't touch anything else somehow. So you're like, Dave is the worst. But then the flip comes when they're like, hey, Dave and Sharon invited us over for wine and board games. And you're like, ooh, I heard they made quiche. Dave still fucking sucks, okay? <laughs> No relationship has ever changed anyone from being the guy who's pouring you wine, and then he says, oh, say when, and you say stop, and he keeps pouring, and he goes, you didn't say when. <laughs> that guy, that's still Dave. You still hate him. He just gets a pass now because somebody decided to fuck him regularly. And uh, I think that's beautiful. That's what I miss about being in a relationship. Uh, my, well, just my last thing is way of explanation. I, uh, I, I'm not in a relationship because I'm still in love with my ex, which uh, it's lame, but it's, it's true, man. It's tough. You know, I, nobody's out there really like waving the pom-poms for their ex, but she moved on. I wish her the best. It's, I thought on it, and it's like writing a Yelp review for a bar, your favorite bar, that kicked you out for being an asshole, and now you can't go back there anymore. You know, you're just sitting in front of your computer like uh, five star. No, no, too desperate, too desperate. Four stars. Four stars for Jane's. Drinks are good. Too good, actually, too good. I didn't deserve them. Um, I didn't know what I had and, until it was taken away from me. I did have the mozzarella sticks, though. And, uh, you know, those were a little, they were good, but they had probably left to uh, simmer for too long. Somebody should have addressed that sooner. But that's nobody's fault. You know, people get busy. It's totally okay. Uh, you know, definitely would recommend it. A very nurturing atmosphere. Go check it out. But if I catch you inside there, I'll fucking kill you. Okay? <laughs> All right, that's my time, everybody. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Gabriel John Osler. Gabriel John Osler, GJO acronym. How is that transmitted would be my question. <laughs> That's good, you're so tall, how tall are you? Six foot, but six foot real. Oh, six four, six four. Oh, I mean, after seeing you, I am no longer afraid of heights, I'll tell you that much, okay? Hey, we are almost to the end of the uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Happy Hour open mic. I'm so sad, you know, I like that it's just us boys here. Oh my God. All right, well, let's keep it going. It's John Gallagher. You better finish texting. Hell yes. Boys only, dude. No girls allowed. Fucking kick them out, dude. Finally, men have a safe space. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pam. No, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Safe space for men. <laughs> yeah, that is always the best. Until somebody takes it seriously, and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry about that. No, thank you. Ah, this is already recording. Fuck it. Okay, guys, uh, I, uh, nobody will ever convince me that sexual, every sexual fetish didn't just start out as a joke. You know what I mean? Like, like nobody will ever... Like, I think every t- single one was just like, oh, yeah, just take out your feet. I'll fucking get really off the... Oh, shit. Okay, this is what I... This is my thing now. Fuck. <laughs> this is it. Uh, yeah, like, I feel like it's just it's getting into deep. And I say this because a few days ago, I was uh, looking at a car or a dinosaur's fucking cars. Have you guys ever seen this? Oh, there we go. So we got a, a fellow fellow man right here. Uh, yeah, this is a huge sexual fetish online. Dinosaurs, dragons, really in right now. Guys, hot, some would say. Um, and it is genuinely hilarious. There's people that go into breathtaking, amazing detail to illustrate dragons' fucking cars. Uh, in just all sorts of different ways, going right up the tailpipe, uh, super erotic to some. Best part is they like lovingly illustrate these dragons in these cars. The Ben Shapiro show. God damn, what? I know, right? Oh my fucking God. <laughs> damn. Oh wow, that is a real showstopper. Oh Jesus Christ. Bold, my friend. Okay. Um, wow, that is. Do you, are you really a Ben Shapiro fan? Okay. Thank God. I was like, oh man, I was about to say. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, this is a, a bold choice. You know, San Francisco, 40% voted for Donald Trump. You never fucking know, man. Everybody's a secret, secret repub, you know? He's like, no, man. It's like, you know, they, he's got some interesting ideas. Just let hear him out, okay? It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. So you guys walked in the right time. You guys, uh, you guys jerk off to Dragon's fucking cars, huh? Yeah, see? That's good shit. Yeah, my, oh, all right. <laughs> See, this is where it starts, dude. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> that is the thing, though. The funniest thing about this is, like, they lovingly illustrate the dragons on this, and then all the cars are just really shitty. Like, that's the thing that's also amazing about it. It's like every car that the, that's getting fucked by dragons is like a, a fucking Yugo or, like, a Gremlin or, like, a station wagon. You feel like if you're going to fuck a car, you'd fuck a cool car. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're going to get attracted to a car, like, why don't you fuck a Ferrari? Why are your standards so low? It's like, well, i got to be a Attainable and reasonable. <laughs> Ferrari's way out of my price range. I fucking, you know, it's like one day when I can, you know, pay off all my bills. You know, I hit the lotto. I can finally afford that Ferrari, and then we can have a lovely weekend together, you know? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's also like uh, cartoon pornography, hentai, also incredible. You ever think to make good cartoon pornography, you have to be into cartoon pornography, right? Like you have to be, you have to be into the thing you're drawing, which means like every one of those artists is just like, all right, well I'm illustrating the breasts and uh, oh the thighs, <sighs> long, luscious hair. Okay, I need a break right now. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> daddy's earned this one. Okay, working hard. <laughs> 
And it's like, what? <laughs> I just love that idea. It's like, what do you think? There's a guy who's like, that's like his entire gift is like, he's just the most amazing artist, but can, he can only draw Japanese people fucking. That's the only thing he can do. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I, I hate this. Everything is deplorable. It's, it's, it's disgusting, but who am I to deprive the world of my gift? You know? <laughs> I need to! <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the same way Hitler felt, huh? You know what I mean? Oh, sorry. That's not, that's, not the, that's not the same thing. Ben Shapiro, huh? Where are we at on that? All right. Okay, cool. All right, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you know what's the funniest thing is this is on, like, radio. People can listen to this anytime. People are listening to this right now, and there's like, this is who, John Gallagher? Wow, okay. Put this into a file. <laughs> Yeah, put this into a file and listen to it. Uh, I'm so stupid. I'm so fucking stupid. That is good. Uh, that's it for me, guys. Thank you. <laughs> for John Gallagher. Damn, that is the final draw. All right, we're almost to the end of the uh, comedy open mic, so we're just going to keep it going and welcome Ben Shapiro. Hey, that guy's only 5'7". That guy's only 5'7", Ben Shapiro. Girl, that is short, honey. I know what that means. That means that Aaron Lewis is up! Give it up for Jesus. Give it up for Mutiny Radio. Give it up for Pam! Give it up for Sparkle Jesus. Woo! Um, I'm a little bit worried about getting older. Not because I'm worried about getting older, but like there's like dance moves that I remember from 10 years ago and they're not really relevant anymore. And it scares me. Like, who does the Bernie anymore? Do you guys know the Bernie? Look, Pam's like like 15 years older than me, and she doesn't even know the Bernie. The Bernie? The Bernie. Ah, you better burn. I took the bus over here. I like taking the bus. <laughs> what, you guys don't like taking the bus? Why do you like the bus? Right. Like me. <laughs> uh, I like taking the bus because I feel really good about myself when I take the bus. Before I get on the bus... There's like all these bankers and tech people shitting on the street. People are like, no, that's homeless people shitting on the street. And I'm like, nah, dude, you need food if you're going to shit. I get on the bus and I'm fucking top dog. Like, I am a high class shit when I get on the bus. People are looking at me drinking Jim Beam, and they're like, man, I can only afford Taka. Not me. I'm drinking Jim Beam. (laughs) 
That's so stupid. I had like so much more shit like punched up for that, but at least my mom isn't here. I performed here last week and my mom was like right there with her best friend. And they're all into like hiking and yoga. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally not going to talk about the joke where I kill grandma. I'm definitely not going to talk about snorting meth on the train. Because it never happened. There's nothing for me to talk about. I'm totally going off the rails here, but I just... uh, (laughs) Oh, man. My life is shit. But last night, I I did comedy at a titty bar. (laughs) And boy, were there some honkers. (laughs) Who let all those geese in that fucking building? No, that's stupid. No, and I was telling somebody, and they were like, did you have a good time doing comedy at a titty bar? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I sat, and I did my, my material. When I Actually, when I showed up, there was 15 people in a room to watch stand-up comedy, and in the boob area, there was only two people. So my jokes are better than those four tits or 18 tits or however fucking many nipples are in that area. I don't know. It's Friday night. Give it up for Jesus. Give it up for Pam one more time. Thank you so much. Keep it going for Aaron Lewis. Like you got a little booby trapped up here. Let me just adjust this mic here. Thank you again, Mutiny Radio, MutinyRadio.fm listeners, of course, of coitus. Let's keep the fiesta going with James Votes. All right. Ooh, he's got a tucked-in shirt. Tucked-in shirt into jeans. Hey, thank you, everyone. Hey, let's give a shout-out to Jesus. He's seen a lot tonight. He's just been staring at everyone's ass. The last guy took an imaginary shit right in front of him, so... Uh, God bless me, Jesus. I, uh, oh yeah, I gotta do that. So, uh, I had some jokes about my outfit, but what's his head already? I, they're not as good. There's, uh, I look, shoot, what was my first joke? I forget. I'm a little nervous. I look like, they say you gotta dress for the job you want, so that's why I dressed up as Robin Williams' gay assistant. So, yeah, whatever. I look like if David Har- Officer David Harper from uh, from Stranger Things stole real estate in Florida. So, now I actually look like Eleven if she just took a ton of tos- uh, testosterone, like in season three. All right, what we got on the docket for today? I uh, whenever I grow a mustache like this, my dad always just calls me a pedophile. Like, I was walking out of the house today, and my dad was like, what, are you going to fuck some kids? I'm like, no, I'm doing stand-up comedy in San Francisco. He's like, please just be fucking some kids. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have the best eating habits. Like, uh, whenever I go to a fast food restaurant like McDonald's, I always order two of, the me- uh, two of the same meal. One, to eat at my leisure, and the other, to eat on the way to my leisure. 
because I have no self-control. I remember Jack in the Box accidentally lost my debit card like they forgot to give it back to me. So I had to keep calling them back and they kept asking me the same question. What did you order? I said, I ordered two Swiss Jacks and two chocolate milkshakes. Oh, fuck, I'll just get a new one. I don't care. Man, I... Uh, yeah, it's for that reason that I just like I order fast food like I'm order like I'm getting Viagra. It's like, oh no, it's not for me. It's for a friend. No, I would never eat this shit. What? What are you talking about, man? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna get that? All right. I uh, I don't know. I'm really pessimistic about life. I I just like so many people piss me off. Like uh, like I'm trying to get back in the dating scene that I never got out of. I'm still single. I've always been single. Uh, my buddy Aiden just sets me up with the worst girls. Like, I hate it when a girl who's texting you just says, ha-ha or LOL after every goddamn sentence. You know what I mean? Like, she'll be like, oh, I just went I just went to the store. Ha-ha. <laughs> like, she, every sentence. Oh, I'm just walking down the street. Ha-ha. And then one day she said, I said, what are you doing? She said, uh, my grandfather, I'm at the hospital. My grandfather's sick. I just wrote, ha-ha. <laughs> I'm going to hell. God, so many people piss me off. I, uh, I hate when I see douchebags, but they don't have any credibility behind them. They're just douchebags for no reason. Like the guys that, uh, that brag about being backup goaltender on the high school soccer team. I hate those guys. They roll up in their 2001 Ford Mustang. It's not even a good Mustang. It's just—it's like too old to be in style. It's too new to be a classic. It's just in the middle of this Venn diagram of shittiness. Hate that guy that I'm talking about. That is definitely not real. I, uh, I don't know. I just hate a lot of people. There, I don't hate everyone. I hate, I, I, I do have a few people in my life I like, uh, like my Uncle Rob and my Uncle Tommy. And they are set aside from all the people that I hate. Because the people in my life that I hate, they're always getting in my face with the most, most useless shit. They're always getting in my face and they annoy me. And what sets my Uncle Rob and my Uncle Tommy apart from them is that they're dead. <laughs> All right, thank you. Matt told me to tell that joke. Thank you. Keep it going for James Vogt. That was really good. Yeah, great job. How is that little black book of yours? It's so cute. Little black book. What's in there? I want to see. I want to see that tan font. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so you you don't hate your friends, or your your friends are here supporting you, right? Yeah. Yeah. You you freaking hate those the most, huh? I don't really cuss, you know, but you don't have to cuss to discuss. All right. Well, um, let's keep the uh, this little trio here of um, little white men's here. Keep it going for Matty. Matty with two T's. What's up, guys? So, I work for the startup that makes startups. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> um, so, the other day, I was in the city with my friends, and my boss texted me saying he wanted me to come into work tomorrow. And I was like, all right, what the fuck? Why not? I need to pay off my plastic surgeon, you know? Don't I look pretty good? <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't get like this naturally. <laughs> so then a couple hours later, he texted me again, saying, you know, I was going to be building a bench all alone in our warehouse. <laughs> so I finally got to the warehouse, and the bench was like eight feet tall. And he let me know that he lost the instructions for the bench. And there's like four screws left. Apparently, he lost some of the screws also. So I sent it, built the bench, hope for the best. <laughs> so and then he finally came to the warehouse after I was done building and asked me if I know how to tie shit down. And I said, yeah, of course I know how to tie shit down. I don't know how to tie shit down. I just told him yes. So I throw the bench in the back of the truck, wrapped the rope around it a couple of times, and told him it was tied down. <laughs> so and then I didn't know we were going to be going on the freeway. I thought it was going to be a quick drive on some surface streets. But he started hauling ass on 101, <laughs> and the bench flew out of the back of the truck. And that explained the last day of my work. <laughs> and then, so, the last couple of weeks, I've been driving around town with this bumper sticker on my car that says, student driver. And the reason I do this is so when I'm driving shitty, people think I'm just a student driver, and I'm not just <laughs> driving bad. <laughs> I already fucked this one up. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But so anyways, one day I was driving and I decided to blow through a stop sign, but this old lady was sitting at the other stop sign and saw me blow through it and it was just like, she was flipping me off. I was like, what the fuck? And I just, I just gave her a wave and kept driving. And I think she knows my mom, but I don't know. And then, well, so the other morning, I came downstairs. My dog was excited to see me. And every morning, she kind of gnaws on my leg right here. And she thinks it's like a one-way street. So I decided to show her it's not. I got down on all fours, started, started gnawing on her leg. And she kind of gave me a little growl. And I gave her breakfast, and then that was that. Thank you. That's my time. Maddie, also known as Matt. Hey, careful when you get on all fours in San Francisco, okay? <laughs> Might not be able to sit down again. I mean, I heard, I don't know, you know, it's just San Francisco, I just, I mean, this is like all rumors. Hey, we are down to your last two comics for tonight's, uh, tonight's, uh, this is happy hour comedy open mic. Yes, yes. Sorry, I got a little stuck there. Yes, thank you guys so, so much. You guys have all been so wonderful. I've had such a great time. Yeah, I got a little stuck there because after at 8 p.m. on MutantRadio.fm and here live, of course, we have Pam's Comedy Clubhouse. It's going to be a fabulous, fabulous lineup. It's always a great time. So with that said and done, your penultimate... Big word for tonight. Pen Ultimate Comic is Vishal Cow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around. I see a lot of new faces here. Uh, why don't we get to know each other a little bit? Let's try something out. When I say my name, you say your name. Vishal. Yeah. Vishal. Yeah. That totally worked. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, new jokes, baby. Let's do it. Um, in relationships where one person is way hotter than the other, I assume it's because the other person is just a really nice substitute for dying alone. Uh, I think at a certain point you start to lower your standards, which for women is a bit before 35, and for men is a bit before birth. Okay, we don't love that. Uh, men don't deserve women, man. Anytime I see a dude swipe left on a dating app, I'm like, uh-uh. Don't get cocky on me now, Billy. All right, you've never once washed your sheets, all right? Uh, you don't get to swipe left on anybody. Dudes suck, all right? Now whenever, I recognize that. Now whenever I see a woman, I'm like, the trash in me recognizes the goddess in you. Praise be to the most high. Beyonce Knowles Carter, queen of the beehive, mother of blue ivy, slayer of Coachella's, drinker of lemonade, forgiver of Jay-Z's transgressions. All right. Cool, 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 guys. I'm terrible at shit talking. Uh, I was at a party once and some dude was like, hey, Vishal's, uh, Vishal's here. He's a bitch. Just kidding. And I was like, hey, Brad's here. Uh, Brad, you post way too many pictures of luxury cars on Instagram that you don't even know own. You're the reason why people hate our generation, Brad. I wish you were dead. Just kidding. <laughs> I seem like a good guy, but I have bad guy tendencies. Uh, I was hanging out with my friend Joey and his cute roommate, and Joey was like, man, it's a good thing you have a boyfriend, because uh, all, these, all these guys try to holla at you. And I was like, yeah, fuck those guys. But in my head, I was going, yeah, I totally still uh, kill that guy. I don't mind. <laughs> that was a stretch. Uh, but, you know, I'm a good guy, so uh, I would totally just uh, try to convince her to cheat on him. <laughs> We don't love these, but that's all right. I got some bangers coming up. I, I saw a dude on a bike get hit by a car. I saw a dude on a bike get hit by a car, guys. It was terrible. He was on the ground. Uh, he looked like it was, he was in pain, blood everywhere, and all these people were surrounding him. And I was like, man, I hope that never happens to me because it would just be so painful to have all those people see me cry. My God. I'm an ugly crier. Uh, I would go viral within the hour. Crying bitch boy gets an owie on his little pink bikey. And then uh, I'd be like, yeah, did anyone get the license plate? And they'd be like, my God, is that man wearing mascara? Let's record this. I got one more for you guys. I was hanging out with my friend Jeremy, and some guy across the street yelled, uh, fuck off, Jew. And I was like, hey, I'm right here. Respect the racism hierarchy. It goes black, brown, then Jew. <laughs> I'm your chocolate milkshake, and I want you to slur me right up. And at this point, <laughs> at this point, Jeremy... <laughs> What was that noise? <laughs> At this point, Jeremy's like, what the fuck, man? I'm not even Jewish. And, and me and this other guy are like, shut up, Jew. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, you guys. This was fun. Thank you so much, penultimate comic, Michelle. Oh, my God. Jesus is trying to... <laughs> 
taught me again. <laughs> Haven't had you know a, a, something you know like Catholic behind me like that since I was in um, catechism and the priest was doing a solo with me. Girl, I had to get them altar solos. Okay, I was in my alter ego boy. Well, we are down to your last comic of the night here at Muni Radio. You know, Vishal, that was great. I was a little distracted, though, because I saw that protruding something from your pocket in your fitted jeans, and I found that it's just your thick wallet, <laughs> which is much better than a thick penis, in my opinion. All right, I want to thank all of these beautiful comics. We're down to your last comic of the night for the Happy Hour Comedy Open Mic here at Mutiny Radio. And who is your last comic? It is the one that brings the magic to you here at Mutiny Radio in the beautiful Mission Directors of San Francisco. It is... Miss Pam Benjamin. Yes, Pam, you better work. That dress, honey. Yes, candy stripe. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, I have to pee. Yay. No, I do. I have to pee a little bit. And when I was little, uh, I used to be a ballerina, and my mother would always tell me, that's good. You'll perform better if you have to pee. And uh, one year, I was in Swan Lake, and um, I didn't have to pee, I had to, I had to, I had to poop. And that year, uh, there wasn't a black swan, but there was a brown one. <laughs> there was, oh, that was very embarrassing. I've done very embarrassing things on stage. Uh, I, I don't wanna be uh, political or anything, but wh uh, why can't Californians have guns? Because they're always triggered. All the language, all the PC police. I have a, I have a joke where I fat shame just a little, and sometimes I hear the audience go, because <sighs> like skinny bitches can't tell fat jokes. I get it. It's like I can't say the N word. I can't make fun of fat people. I'm sorry. I'm a sizeist. Okay, I'm not a racist. I'm, a, I'm sorry. That's a really big people. Like you know when when you see a lady on the bus and she has a butt in the front of her body, like she's got a front butt, and you're like, how does that happen? Like, how? Like, when do you when do you wake up and go, whoa? When did wow? Like I've been noticing my ass starts to slide down the back of my legs lately. I mean I'm 45. I get it. It's aging, and it's starting to side of sort of slide. And I'm like, all right, that's happening. I I tried. I did a handstand the other day, and my tummy did this thing where it like went like toward my boobs, and I was like, wow. And I don't really have a tummy. I don't know why I'm talking about my body. Cause feminism. I own my own body. Yay! Hi baby. He's seen my hemorrhoids. Um, my butthole. My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's, it's meaty. It's terrible. I'm so embarrassed about getting banged from behind because I'm like, I'm like, don't look at my butthole. <laughs> getting old sucks. Okay. Yay. Uh, I have more one-liners. I'm very excited about this new joke. <laughs> Let me set it up for you. I just, I shouldn't be lifting the veil like this, but I'm like in a room full of comics, so whatever. War on drugs. War on drugs. Sure, I love drugs. I do everything else on drugs anyway. So like, it's war on drugs. Hell yeah. Iran, we're going to fuck you up. We're going to be fucked up while we're doing it. Fuck yeah. War on drugs. <laughs> Getting so political. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. It's kind of the precept of feminism, I, I think. I don't know a lot about feminism. A lot of ladies read books and burned bras in the 70s, so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Thanks, feminism! Yay! 
I also love, I love that Mutiny Radio has become a safe space for cisgendered male dudes. I'm like, yay! My people! I used to, no, I'm sorry. I used to, I used to teach, when I was in my early 20s, I was a special ed teacher and I taught emotionally disturbed junior high school boys. I still do. It's like I never gave it up. It's just they aged. Most of you were actually, so I was 22, 23, 24, 25 when I was teaching at that time. And they were in junior high, so minus 10 years. So anyone in their 30s, <laughs> I could have been your teacher. I could have been the one. One of the boys, I remember one time he looked at me and he's like, why do all teachers have bad breath? And I was like, because I'm an alcoholic, you asshole. What the fuck? How do you think I deal with working here? No, I'm kidding. It was the coffee. I told him, like, that's coffee. Adults drink coffee. It smells weird. Don't ever say that to her. Oh, the other one, one a boy said to me once, he goes, why don't you, why don't you do something about that mustache? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude. Slay me. No, I do. I, I don't I don't shave anything. Look, I this is I'm really I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of my armpit hair. It's like the one thing that makes me sort of queer. Like I'm a super, super cisgendered female. Like I love dudes. Like I'm totally down with it. But I'm not into shaving. Like I'm just like a dude. I'm lazy as fuck. I'm like, why do you gotta fucking girls have to wear makeup? No, guys don't have to wear makeup. Girls have to shave everything. Guys don't have to shave everything. I mean, I'm into equality. I'm just like saying, I love dudes. Now, I don't want to be a dude. I just, I just love dudes. And anyway, oh, um, I, I love that dude back there. I'm sorry. I, I hope you cleared out this shitty weed. I've got, <laughs> I smoke the shittiest weed. He's so funny. When he packs a bowl, he like takes all of the things. I smoke the stems. I don't give a fuck. It's all, it's all got THC on it somewhere. And like the stems, THCA, like let's smoke that. Like all the cannabinoids are belong to me. Uh, I will close on something funny, a real joke. I have another, I have more one-liners. Well, I'm in a room full of dudes, so I'll do my dick joke. Uh, I have always had a fantasy about being with an uncircumcised guy because I want to pull up his dick and I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick and I want to put whiskey in his foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? It's twofold. Um, ah, it's twofold. One, um, I'm an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross, and you have to clean out all that schmegma. Yay! I've been Pam. Stay Zeus. Yay! All right. Is it, uh, uh, we have uh, one more person. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you so much, Pam. That was great. I have four uncles that you, I'm more than happy to introduce you to if you're looking for un, not circumcised penises with some, and they provide their own whiskey, girl, okay? They're alcoholic, so it's perfect, actually. Um, and yes, by Pam, before we bring up your, is this gonna be, is anybody else signed up for the comedy open mic? No? Okay, just wanna make sure, okay. Maddie, you wanna, oh, you wanna your friend in the middle here, is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want this, what's that little thing, tag thing on you say on your sweatshirt, your little? Patagonia. Patagonia. Ooh, you better pat it one more time, okay? Now, what Pam meant by safe space for cisgendered straight men, I'm assuming all, what she meant by safe space is that you guys all have to wear a condom when we do the bukkake session at the end of tonight's comedy open mic, okay? <laughs> all right. Um, I don't know your name. I'm so sorry. I don't know your name. Your last comment. Warhol. All right, your last comic for reals this time for tonight's 
Happy Hour Comedy Open Mic Warhol. What you want to know about any of that now, would you? Working my fingers to the bone, then you go People be like, Trump is racist. And he's orange. I think it's ironic that Trump's son is barren when we all wish his mother was. I just, I just found something out. Thank you. It's so crazy. I just found out. You want to know? I just found out. It's so crazy. Apparently, just from a legal standpoint, if you kill two people, Nancy Pelosi is president. Like, if you murder two people, Nancy Pelosi is the Democratic president of the United... Not just any two people. It's like a puzzle. You have to find the right two, but... I saw an old man walking past a funeral home. Dude, just go in. (laughs) Just go in. One thing I need to know, if a paramedic has to take a shit, is that an emergency? Does that count as a... I heard there's a lot of young black men getting shot while handcuffed in the back of cop cars. It just makes me wonder, do police not watch Tarantino films? (laughs) It's a lot of cleanup. (laughs) If you believe we've been to the moon, then you accept that we only let white men on the moon. So that's on you now. That's your bad. I like white people because white people know everything except how racist they are. People keep misquoting me. I don't appreciate it. All right? Like, I get up here, I say what I say. If you want to quote me, that's fine. Don't misquote me. All right? I never said white people are stupid. I didn't say white people are stupid. I never said white people are stupid. I didn't say white people are stupid. All right? Don't misquote me. I never said white people are stupid, but Europe's not a continent. I saw this little girl on the sidewalk. She picked up a clear plastic bottle cap and popped it in her mouth. But then she realized her mom wasn't looking, so she spat it out and ran in front of her mom and did it again. I am pretty sure that girl's gonna sleep around a lot when she gets older. Because if you're willing to put street trash in your mouth to get your mom's attention, that's how my marriage ended. I was on tour, Helium, no, Liquid, Liquid in Boise, Liquid Laughs in Boise, and I, I got off stage, and I walked to the back of the patio, and this woman walked up to me, and she was like, I love your hair, can I touch it? I told her, I love your boobs, can I touch them? <laughs> she was like, okay. I told my wife about it, she was like, well, you had to do it for comedy. She left me very soon after. Yay, Warhol! All right. You guys better come back. We have a... a, 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 Oh, you're performing. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't... Okay. Oh, my God. 
trying to gay bash me? Fuck. All right. Well, I think that brings now officially an end to uh, the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour Comedy Open mic here. Thank you all so, so much. Great job, everyone. Hopefully you'll come back every Friday, 6 to 8. Thank you so much, Pam Benjamin, MutinyRadio.fm listeners. Please stick around for the Comedy Clubhouse at 8 p.m. I hear it's a fabulous lineup. I'm Susie Butterworth. Thank you. Yay! Hey, Susie, you better work. Just hosted the shit out of the comedy happy hour open mic here at MutinyRadio.fm. Yay. Yay. Uh, yeah, and coming up next at 8 o'clock, we have Mutiny's Comedy Clubhouse. A really great lineup, and we have so many pre-sales. Like, we might actually sell out tonight, which is... Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here at Happy Hour. We're here every Friday. We have open mics on Saturday from 4 to 6, Sunday from 4 to 6, Monday from 6 to 8, and here the Happy Hour on Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with... Uh, I don't even know who's hosting next week. But then after that, it's the Comedy Fellowshippers are going to be coming in for the whole month. So it's going to be amazing. Jesse Mundy out of Austin, Texas. Warhol Kaufman from Oakland. Uh, Amanda Golub out of New Orleans. And Belinda Carroll from Portland, Oregon. The festival director and amazing human being who runs the Portland Queer Comedy Festival that just happened last weekend. That was incredibly successful, I am sure. Max Eddie came back and told us all about it. Thanks again for joining us here on Mutiny Radio. Bye. Yeah, Joystick. Okay. I see Joystick. Joystick right. comedy Joystick full movie. Joystick comedy full movie. Okay, all right. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRatio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio has the best the programming yeah, the internet ocean has to offer you. Just, I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face so McRat. Sales, it's great. We have to move. I'm gonna mess with the chairs. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for, <laughs> isn't duty this. 
And if you can't make it to Rooney Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy. Save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Mm-hmm. here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. 
San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. This is Tushar Metals with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station, a ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead pets? Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Hello there, 
my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's indeed it is. And if you can't make it to Rudy Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage in the mountain red for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or radio.fm podcast and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? No, it's a cash call, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 